Hello. Mark, right. It's 7 o'clock. I call this meeting in order. Roll call, please. Mr. DePasquale. Here. Mr. Schweiker. Here. Mr. Zachary Dillon. Join me in the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. Um, are there any additions, corrections, or deletions from the minutes? I have none. Of have the none. Uh, July 11th meeting. I make a motion that we approve. I'll second it. Mr. DePasquale. Yes. Mr. Schweiger. Yes. Mr. Zacardelli. Yes. All right. Warrant report. I'll touch on some of the larger ones. Summit County, $29,273.25. Uh, Cuyahoga Landmark. This is for fuel, uh, diesel fuel ga and gas for the road department, police department, and fire vehicles. That's $9,778.89. Um, we have $58,695 to Barbicus Construction Company, Inc., and that was for um, a second payment on some of the road repaving, correct, Laura? Yes. Um, and then was there a striping in that as well? Yes. From the Summit County Striping Program? Um, <laughs> so total pending for vendors and payees is $133,761.41. Total amount pending for payroll is $147,678.07. Leaving a total pending for accounting and payroll of $281,439.48. I make a motion to approve the warrant report as presented. Awesome. Okay. Go ahead. Awesome. Mr. DePasquale, yes. Mr. Schweiger, yep. Mr. Zachary Yes. Okay. Um, resolutions. Uh, resolution 2226 is a then and now. Paul, you want to do that? Yeah. Uh, Barbacus uh, did an extra inch and a half. Because it would it was cheaper to do it that way than to uh, actually dig up part of the road and try to do reclamation. So it was an additional. The county engineer approved it, and it was the additional fifty-eight thousand six hundred ninety-five dollars. But uh, that that came with the recommendation of Summit County Engineer, so we did do that, and that's why we had an extra payment today. Okay, so I'm, I'll second that, Paul. Thanks, Mr. Deepasquale. Yes. Mr. Schweiker. Yep. Mr. Zachary. Yes. A resolution 2227. Um, this is a resolution um, to enter into a tax incremental finance agreement, uh, being a resolution declaring improvements to certain real property within the township to be a public uh, to be a public purpose. Um, Jeff, do you want to just run through this briefly? Sure. Just give a, a quick outline yeah, I on wrote it. a quick um, outline of what it is so everyone understands. A TIF is a public financing tool for local governments to finance public infrastructure. Um, the TIF is the incremental amount of taxes over and above what property currently generates. So you may be aware that the Cleveland Clinic has had a property at the corner of Carter Road in 82 that constitutes approximately 30 acres of property surrounding Brentwood Healthcare. That property's been for sale. The developer has proposed, um, which is called, um, Gray, is it Greystone, Sagmore Hills? Gray Fox, Sagmore Hills. They are uh, going to be constructing with Pride One 140 um, uh, apartments, senior apartments, 55 and older. This was approved by the Board of Zoning Appeals and then ultimately by the Zoning Commission who 
um, has been uh, reviewing this for at least a year. Um, the schools, you can automatically do, you remember that earlier in the year in May, you sent a letter to the school district, you can automatically enter into a TIF, that is take the taxes that are 75% of the new taxes and put them into the TIF without the consent of the school board as long as the school board, being both the Nardonia School Board and the vocational school, receive 25% of the increase in taxes for those first 10 years. The TIF agreement that we're entering into is gonna put 100% of those taxes into the TIF for 30 years, and you're able to do that with the Nardonia School District participating and agreeing on their behalf as well as the vocational school. The TIF property will not pay taxes, but instead make payments in lieu of taxes. We call those pilots. And those funds will be just like taxes, but they'll use to pay back the financing that's in place here. This, uh, we talked to the developer, we all talked to the developer about this. In the process of this, we knew that the medical building was not in good shape. Some of us actually looked at the medical building and physically walked the building, which was built in 1990. has leaking roofs, it has great huge HVAC uh, units in it. It's not a very viable space. The clinic has wanted over $2 million for that property for quite a long time. We talked to the developer about incorporating it. We've got concessions from the clinic. Uh, the clinic is gonna sell the building for a million dollars. Uh, the TIF is going to purchase it, tear it down with part of this financing, and the remainder of the financing is going to be used by the township to do local infrastructure. That is a redo of Carter, a redo of the rest of North Gannett, roads in the area, a portion of uh, Village uh, Greenwood Parkway uh, through uh, the entrance there along 82, and do some trail improvements that are going to create a trail from Summit Metro Park all the way to Cuyahoga Valley National Park, uh, subject to a whole lot of things that you're aware of. So the TIF is a means of raising funds by taking the future increase in taxes, making the schools whole. So that is for the first, for the year one through 10, the school is going to earn the taxes that they currently earn just like you do, the clinic pays about $20,000 a year on that medical building, but a larger portion of the building is exempt from taxes. So you'll still get those taxes on a regular basis, but the future taxes, 25% of them are gonna be made in um, payments to the school district, and then the balance is gonna be used in the TIF. And then uh, in years 11 through 30, 100% of the taxes are going to be TIF, but the school and the vocational school, are you're going to make payments back to them through the TIF of 100% of the taxes they would have received based on the valuation of the property. So the entire improvements here are probably about $35 million. And then the future taxes are what you're using to leverage. What's that going to generate on the township side, roughly? Uh, it's going to generate the money to tear down, to purchase the building and tear down the building. To, improve, to put in the trail improvements on that portion of the clinic property 
by the way, there's a co-sponsorship with the clinic on that portion for to give them credit with regard to the trail. And then the balance, uh, roughly about $1.7 million, remember this fluctuates a bit with interest, will be used by the township for these local improvements in those areas that will enhance the project and enhance the community. Road improvements, trail improvements, etc. Is that uh, is that bike trail going to go from uh, the current bike trail down to Pine Hill? Will it go that far or not? Um, well, that's the goal, Paul. Oh, I know that's the and, goal. And uh, so here's where we are. Uh, we have all the improvement approvals to kind of get through. We have to acquire a piece of property on Carter, but everybody is aware of that and is cooperative to get through this property and get across Brentwood's property. We don't know the current status of Elmcroft because of the closure and the change and how that'll work. We have to get across that property, but it seems like this would be a logical extension. And I reached out to the Polsons and had an initial family conversation about the trail along there, which they are not opposed to, but not necessarily sure about. They had a rocky relationship with the National Park. So as long as the National Park is not in charge of that section, which Summit Metro Park said they would control, they seem to be amenable. You might remember we are working with ODOT to do a traffic study at the corner of Shapey and 82. We don't have those results back, but they think a traffic light will be justified there. But that might involve some realignment. So we hope there's enough funds in here to at least get all the way there and across, mm -hmm. but that traffic light there will be probably an expense we won't be able to handle. That will come from ODOT in some way. And then on the commercial, there was the rumor of uh, Fridays going in there, and uh, you know that was just it, uh, just a rumor. There was no. rumors about a bar restaurant going in there, but uh, I don't think anybody on Carter needs to worry about that. No. And, and then I think with this, with the 55 and older, I think it'll be a quiet for those next to the nursing home and for the people living across the street. I think it's going to be a you know a quiet setting. Yeah, be an age-restricted community, no question about that. And one more thing that I want to talk about in new business, just because I failed to do this, you know I applied for a grant from the Ohio Erie and Canal Coalition for $5,000 with the developer matching the other five grand to do those initial trail review. They've approved us for that grant, so we need to just accept that. Remember, we already applied. So the TIF is simply to leverage those future tax dollars and use those dollars to do public infrastructure improvements, which include the removal of that building, the demolition of it, the acquisition and demolition, the um, road improvements, and then the trail improvements. Right. And all those improvements would be right around this project. Okay. All right, great. So, all right. So, I make a motion to accept the resolution for the traffic explain. I'll second that. Mr. Deepas Kwame, yes. Mr. Schweig, yep. Mr. Zachardelli. Jeff, you want to do a resolution after this, 22-29, to accept that grant? Um, sure. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll go and, through the next one and then we'll do that. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, resolution 2228. that's me again. Um, what is this one? Okay, this is a resolution to establish one Ohio fund. And what this is, is um, this is for the opioid settlement. There was some litigation. It's my understanding that they haven't really finalized what it can be used for. Is that correct, Laura? Well, it's just very restricted. Okay. So, but we have to pass a resolution to accept the funds we receive, and, and yeah. hold them, yeah. correct? Yes. 
So I make a, a motion again, this resolution is to, uh, to create a fund and hold these funds as, they were, as they're dispersed to us. All right, and uh, I'm gonna second that, and the fund total is $1,954.99. Yes, correct. And I am second. Mr. DePasquale. By the way, the coalition is also has a second grant in September we're going to apply for, which could give us up to $25,000 for the engineering. That is, they match us dollar for dollar up to $25,000 with our money, leverage it, to do all the engineering of this trail. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so this is for $5,000 in a match. Okay. It's so already I'll, been awarded. I'll make a motion? Yeah, make a motion. Yeah. Mr. Deepas yes. Valley, Mr. Schweik, yes. Mr. Yes. Zachardell. Yes. Thanks. Okay. Resolution to the Department of Report to Giant Window. Who, me? Yeah, you want to do a zoning? Yeah, zoning was, uh, it's been slow because it's mid-summer, you know, vacations and stuff like that. So um, in the last um, 30 days, we've issued um, 10 permits, uh, three for decks, two for pools, offenses, in addition, and one new home still. So it's still progressing that way for a total of $3,125. Um, there's still nothing new to report yet on the restaurants over in Sagamore Square. <laughs> They're still getting paperwork in order and nothing's been filed here. Um, if you notice that um, they, they, um, they're, they're kind of moving in that direction. So they have to still get to go through the fire the county before they come to us. So other than that, it's been a quiet, quiet month. Okay. Yeah, we uh, we still have to do uh, a number of catch basins, um, mostly in Eaton Estates and uh, maybe a few over in Greenwood. So that's still to come. Uh, they did get the one-ton truck in, the brand new truck. We had a, a one-ton truck that was about, I don't know, 22 years old or 21 years old. And um, they actually got the truck itself in, but now we got to get all the bells and whistles. So when this is done, uh, we went through the state purchasing program. I think with everything in it, it's going to be around 80000 And the last truck we had lasted, like I said, 20 to 21 years. So we will try to auction that or yeah. sell it. But the new truck is in, but we're not ready to use it because it's got to get the body and the body. Uh, and yeah. okay. So when you put all that on, it's around eighty grand. Nice. All, the, all, the fun okay. stuff. all right. Um, that new fire. Uh, July, let's see what you got there. Second page. Uh, the second page. Oh, there it is. Oh. All right, um, July 20 to 2022, fire EMS calls. Macedonia Station 1 had 165 EMS calls and 14 fire. Sagamore Hills Station 2 had 88 EMS calls and 8 fire. Northfield Center Station 3 had 40 EMS calls and 9 fire. Uh, we received mutual aid twice and we provided it 10 times for a total of 334 calls for the month of July. Uh, police. Uh, the police handled 547 calls for service. They completed 851 community policing checks and handed out 851 patrol area cards. The investigative section 
received 23 cases, all except for one were closed, one was closed by arrest. Um, and uh, Annie, the therapy dog, made five community contacts. The chief received four um, letters of commendation <coughs> and appreciation from residents praising members of the department for the dedication to duty. And officers are continuing their mandated online Ohio Peace Officer Training Academy uh, training blocks. The sergeant attended 16 hours of SWAT training. Um, and that concludes police for the month of July. Uh, Laura? Okay, for the month of July 2022, we have a beginning balance of $7,800,058.82 with added receipts and settlements in the amount of $640,272.59, deducting expenditures in the amount of $281,439.48, leaving an ending balance of guys is that speaking of grants that Jeff was talking about, I applied for a grant. It's a lot easier of a grant to apply for. JT um, knows about this, but we, um, Baby Tree was doing a grant for giving away free trees. So I was able to ask for six trees, and we got six trees. So in October, we ended up picking them up, so I didn't have to talk to Bill about it, and if you guys want to go, you can go down there, and they're going to have other communities picking up some trees. But we got six trees. I think they're about an inch and a half to two inches in diameter. So, Paul, you can find a place to plant those trees. It'd be good. Oh, right? yeah. Spray paint. <laughs> so that's kind of good news. I mean, anytime you can put trees in the park, um, it's good. So that's that. And the one last thing I have is um, you guys know I'm on the reworks board, and I'm just going to keep pushing recycling as much as I can. So please go on our website and look for reworks' link to their site, and then all the information is there for anybody that's looking for any type of information. Their schedule of events for any type of recycling that they're doing throughout the year. Um, they do, I think, every Thursday. So for hazardous waste, you get all that information off the website. What kind of trees are they? Um, I think they're maple, but that's okay. all I know. The, the actual scientific name, I don't have No, that I don't name. care about that. I think they're maple. Okay. They're not oak, they're not poplar, they're not hardwood um, pear, not Cleveland pear. I think okay. they're maple trees, so. Thank you. Yeah, good, no problem. So that's pretty much all I got. So remember, reworks, go on our site, it's all there. Yeah, I, um, I went to the Northeast Regional um, Sewer Board meeting and there are combined sewer overflows, which are CSOs. They are down from uh, 9 billion gallons of uh, CSOs going into Lake Erie. They're now at 4.5 billion and they hope in the next couple of years to get that down to another 2 million. So there is progress. I mean, nobody's happy about paying the stormwater fee, but I thought that was kind of interesting. So, How would you like that fee? The nine, uh, well, it was 927, but went up to what? 966. 66. So. The rain bill. We call it the rain. The rain bill. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, they did report that, and I shared it with him, and I know he's going to put it in the voice article. So, that's well, it. Um, I have, well, yeah, I have two things. Uh, one, obviously, you can see the parking lot's been repaved. I have up here a diagram that John did for us. So the parking is going to be different. We're going to have diagonal parking. So you'll enter the parking lot from Valley View, and you'll exit on Dunham, 
that way it, it's more for public safety as well that we have to go through the traffic light um, it gets kind of hectic out here sometimes in the morning and certain times in the afternoon try to pull out of Valley View um, and it'll it'll function better for the police department as well if they have somebody that they have to bring in um, they'll park between where the old sidewalk was and the tower um, so that'll be the, the new parking lot layout um, striping will probably be done within the next couple weeks one thing too Dave is, is that when they have baseball and all everybody leaves the park mm -hmm. during, after the baseballs it's like really hard to get yeah. out of here you can't yeah. get left or right so that's one of the reasons too to kind of keep the traffic flow and make, making it safe there's definitely certain times where it's tough to pull out on the yeah. view so I think that'll work a lot better um, so the parking lot and then the generator that we ordered with the NOPAC money for the police building that is in finally um, we just have to get the electrician scheduled to uh, right. set it and get it hooked up so I'll inform you guys what that date is once I have it other than that I don't have anything it's a pretty drawing it is pretty good <laughs> <laughs> I like the red it's very colorful. I did it <laughs> <laughs> I like the red um, does anybody have anything else before we go to no, the Citizens Forum? All right, we're going to Citizens Forum. Please give your name and address when speaking to the group. Individuals wishing to address the board should make non-repetitive points as clearly and concisely as possible, limiting their questions to a maximum of five minutes. Anybody? Yeah, just real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. Mike Apple, 1381 Asher Glen. What happened to the, you probably already mentioned this, whatever happened to the salt truck that the bed would go up and it wouldn't come back down? It was it, repaired. It did you repair yeah. finally? They yeah. had it for a while. But. Yeah, it's working now, but now they haven't tried it. They've actually played with it a lot this summer. We're gonna, we're we'll gonna find, we'll find out. We're yeah. gonna find out in the winter, but they've been playing with it <coughs> and uh, it's been working, so. So it does work now then? Yes. Yeah. Right, today. They said it was a dirty valve or something, the valve was sticking. Wow, okay. So okay. one truck worked very well, and the other truck we was iffy all year. Okay. We had a back. And the generator that you're you're replacing a generator. No. Oh, it's just we didn't have one. No. So this building has a generator. Yeah. The fire station has a generator. The road building has a generator, and then we're going to put one out. Now that we got away from Speedway for our fueling of the police cruisers, oh. we have the fuel tank set out there. The generator for this building does not run that building. Oh, okay. So we're, we're setting one out by that building, and thank that's you. all covered through the NOPAC grant that we got. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Anybody else? Carol? When uh, Jeff was talking about the TIP, I understand uh, from the way he put it that we're actually going to own the property that we're tearing down the building? No. 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 Okay. They're going to own it. Okay. We're just acquiring it to get rid of it. And to be honest with you, Carol, um, I think everybody here tried to figure out if there was a way to reuse that building. There is no way to reuse yeah, the building. That building was crummy for the last 10 years. Yeah. And it's commercial. And so if you allowed a five-acre piece of commercial on 82, eventually someone's going to buy it. And there's a whole lot of commercial you can do which is not compatible with a nursing home and a 55 and older community. So this is a way to eliminate that problem and to bring the property, which is essentially 30 acres of commercial, into 30 acres of 
pretty residential commercial. That's going to be it's maintained. Yeah, it's, it's all one user, and it's not. It's 55 and older. It's age restricted. And the township is a beneficiary of that, so it'll be, um, you know, it'll be more housing than it'll be um, a shopping center, Myers. which it could be. Yeah, it could be any of those things. Well, you said and it's been zoned. Yeah. It, it's been zoned that way since the 70s. So, you know, it was originally purchased, just a quick history, it was originally purchased by the Brentwood doctors, and the goal was to build a hospital there. So they came to the township trustees and said, we eventually want to build a hospital here, and to start this off, we want to build an ambulatory. Well, this community had nowhere to take people. You know, Bedford Hospital was the closest place. So in an emergency or a heart attack, there was nowhere to go. There was no clinic or UH or anything. So. They built that facility and it became a real powerhouse. And then we know how that changed, right? right? The dynamics changed of healthcare. And, um, and so this eliminates, so they built that, then they built the doctor's offices. And at some point they built a nursing home and I'm not sure which came first. Um, but then eventually they were gonna build a hospital, but then it what became Meridian and then it became, what else? It, it all merged and eventually became the clinic. So that's how we ended up with what we have. Yeah, and I think everybody in the immediate area is really happy with, with the fact that it's going to be more quiet for, I mean, everybody that surrounds it is, I think, pretty pleased. I've talked to several people about it, and knowing what could have been there commercially, yeah. and the it's fact the best outcome. outcome, yeah. I, I, I remember the helicopters landing at yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning and run over my house. The, the problem has been that many, many of the people who are directly across the street you know, they think it was always going to be that way, and I've explained that it has been commercial all those years. But the original owners who've been there a long time, the Polsons, uh, there's a number of people who've been there a long time, do understand that it was going to be developed, and it's a much more residential use. The property drops 55 feet. It's only a story high, everything, so the roof lines are going to drop. You know, you're not going to see just a bunch of housing right. from Carter. So it's going to be just as much setback from Carter Road, it, it's gonna look really good. Nice it's gonna be very nice. And it gets rid of what what I think we all agree is a medical building that's really not usable, no. but someone would eventually buy it and create a... Who knows what. Who knows what. That's, and now we know probably. what it is, right. and we also get all these other benefits as a result. So it's a good thing, I think, Carol. Yeah. I do have one more thing. Go ahead. Um, Twice in the last week or so, I have watched our fire department try to get to a call. And uh, drivers nowadays are not reacting to sirens like they used to, and they're not pulling over the way they ought to. And I was just wondering if um, maybe talking to the chief about occasionally when the patrolmen have the chance, when the uh, Fire department goes out, maybe follow along and maybe teach those I think people they go by out, way of ticketing. Not to cut, not to cut you off, but they usually go out first when there's a call. I think the, usually our police cars are the first ones on the scene, so they're not waiting to escort or, or follow. Unfortunately, it's just it's it's really it's sad. frustrating. And uh, you know, every minute that they have to go slower to go around the traffic that's not pulling over to the right the way they're yep. supposed to, 
is somebody on the other end that's waiting another minute. Have you ever been on 82 when they just park on all the X'd out areas in front of the station there? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's frustrating as all get out. You can't even make a left-hand turn. Yeah, I've so. told them several times as you take it to Necker Deli, but they haven't yet. But, <laughs> 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 but no, I, I totally understand what you're saying, Carol. Uh -huh. I mean, it's just uh, apparently after COVID, when people got back in their cars, they forgot. COVID, they forgot. Give me this, drive. Carol, maybe this too. Well, yeah, that is it's, yeah. my number one complaint. Anybody else? Here's a man, both Carol. Anybody else? Okay, with no other comments, I'll make a motion to adjourn at 726. Mr. DePasquale, yes. Mr. Schweiger, yep. Mr. Zachary.